On today's show, the Iron Banner is live, and Bungie's talking raid matchmaking. All that and more coming up. You're listening to Destiny the Soul. Welcome, Guardians. Welcome, everybody, to Tuesday, October 7th. This is DTS number 13, and we have a lovely show today. Diddy, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I had a pretty nice week. The weather is like, it's freezing. It's like 79 degrees every single day. Wow. Is that like time to put your jeans on? I've been wearing jeans for the past two weeks, yep. Dude, I cannot stand jeans when it's hot. Like, here, we had a freeze and a bit of snow, but that's just, like, only in the high country down here. It doesn't snow, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Other than that, how Shadow of Mordor? It's awesome. I love it. It's so much fun. Where did, like, it's so out of left field for me. Like, this is one of the, like, probably top games of the year. At least from what I've read, what I've seen. Like, everybody who has it says, yeah, you like Assassin's Creed? like the batman games it's amazing it's all that and more (laughs) yeah it's unexpectedly awesome and the visuals just next gen Mm -hmm. it's amazing the gameplay is smooth it's not too clunky there's still a few things that i've noticed it's like oh come on i can come on you could do that better but you know it's still really solid nice and it's pretty long too from at least the streamers that i were watching playing it looked pretty good so you're continuing that let's play on your channel right yes absolutely Cool. And how was the week in terms of Destiny? Did you get uh, on your Guardian? I I actually didn't play any Destiny. Oh my this god! Week. You're off the show. It's done. <laughs> Fired. You're off. It was all about the Shadow of Mordor, and then this past weekend, Sanic and I, my girlfriend, we played through the Gears One campaign. Oh, co-op. Yep. That is such a good game, isn't it? Yeah, we're on the second one right now. I think we're almost. I think we're halfway through the second one, and we're about to get onto the third. Gears 1 multiplayer and Gears 3 multiplayer holds a nice spot in my heart, but their campaigns, too, both of them are really fun. Are you going to do the the Gears 3 campaign? Oh, yeah. We're going to do the whole series. Nice. That's cool. Lucky duck. Uh, In Destiny this week, I got to level 26. I am almost, like, halfway to level 27. Nice. So I just am farming my Ascendant Shards at this point to get that light score up a little bit more. And next weekend, I'll have enough to buy a helmet, I hope, from Xur. I hope Xur is going to have some sort of Warlock helmet that I can buy. But uh, I was just shy of the coins by, like, two coins this weekend. So I was kind of sad. I thought this was going to be the weekend I get my stuff. So... (laughs) Uh, other than that, I almost capped out the weekly um, maximum of Vanguard marks you can get from doing wow. strikes. Nice. <laughs> so I just like sort of robotically ran strikes and strikes. The Engram patch is live, by the way. Uh, I got to play that this week. And it is really nice having items turn into their actual item stuff. So, Yeah, I haven't experienced that yet. But I've heard some people like, ever since the Engram patch, you know, I haven't received any purples yet. What is this? Yeah, I, I haven't received many purples either, but... It's one of those things where they want to make purples a bigger deal, I guess. So, Or that would be my inference. But uh, we got news today, man. Let's talk about that. First up, the Iron Banner is live today. Queen's Wrath gone. I was like in the tower last night. Well, I think she was still there last night. She's probably gone now. But uh, the Iron Banner event is live. Diddy, for viewers who have no idea what the Iron Banner is, can you let them know? 
Iron Banner is competitive multiplayer with level advantages turned on. So bring in your best gear and you will dominate your opponents. Yes. Did you see the link, dude? The gear is so pretty. Yeah, it's awesome. Like, I'm not a PvP player very much. Like, I don't play many Crucibles. My connection is so obnoxious, man. But, like, I'm really motivated to actually go after some of this stuff because uh, the link that'll be in the show notes shows some of the gear that you can get for each of the classes. Uh, You can get a sash. I think there's two sashes or maybe one sash. Two shaders, and the shaders look so good, dude. There's one ship available and two emblems. And I just like the art of Iron Banner, don't you? Yeah, like the white, gold, and gray, and then the green is just, it's beautiful. Yes, and uh, there's a whole bit of lore, too, with that link that talks about the Nine. You know, Zur is an agent of the Nine. Well, the Iron Banner, like those uh, names and animals and such of the gear, those are actually referencing the Nine. And they kind of remind me of, like, Norse mythological characters, because the names are really similar to some of the Norse mythology people. So people think that the Nine might be coming up in like future expansions since we're doing the Iron Banner event, we're doing all this stuff, it actually has a place in the lore of the game come down the road. So there's that. That would be awesome. Are you going to play an Iron Banner? I know you were a big-time Iron Banner in the beta. Yeah, I think I'll jump in a few times. I don't think I'm going to do very well because I'm still only level 24. Oh, yeah. We should let people know, since the gears are, like, your gear is not changed in any way when you go into Iron Banner, you'll want to be minimum level 20 and hopefully like level 26 and 7 and above because the higher your gear score, obviously, the harder you're going to hit or the less damage you're going to take from other people's weaponry. So if you go into this event, you're not very well geared, you're probably going to have a really frustrating time. If you can go in like with that expectation, cool. But don't like get really mad and be like, this is such a stupid event. And you're like a level 21 character shooting <laughs> greens at people who are shooting exotics back at you like... Just, you know, know what you're stepping into before you get into it. Exactly. Uh, There was a new DLC location that anybody can visit. Uh, It's not finished. Relax, everybody. Like, it's a hard headline to explain, but basically, do you remember when the leaks were coming out of that glitch that showed off all the additional, like, little place markers in the director uh, in terms of that leak last week? We actually didn't talk about it on the show, did we? No, we didn't. No, I don't think we did. Okay, so... let's do it let's just crush it out a couple weeks ago a player had a glitch showed on the director which is like your pick mission screen a ton of additional missions that are going to be coming in future dlcs and there were additional spots on like all the planets all throughout the galaxy showed like a few extra raids um more missions that kind of stuff bungie responded to that uh, this last week, Deej, in saying that these are placeholders and no, the DLC is not on disc. We're not done. They're just placeholders. Relax. And then there came the crackpot theories of Activision made Bungie remove content from their game. And a lot of people are backing that and thinking that's the case, that Bungie initially, there was a really good Reddit post on it, pretty long, like how Bungie had so much more planned for Destiny at launch, and then Activision, being the evil corporation, made them pull it so they could stick it in Happy Meals and stick it in kids' lunchboxes and all that other stuff. Like, what do you think, Diddy? Do you, do you buy into that? Do you think that Activision really made Bungie pull content for DLCs? Um... If it was EA, I wouldn't put it past them, yes. but I 
I don't know. You know, I think Bungie has enough integrity as a company to put their foot down if that was suggested by Activision. Yes. Um, so I think that, you know, Bungie, obviously, I'm not a developer, but if I was planning DLC, I would definitely want to put a placeholder in the game. So I'd have a spot to put something. Yeah. It's like you're building a cabinet and you need a shelf for the TV you're eventually going to buy, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's that's my take on and it. And why anyways. are people shocked about it? It's like, they intended to have DLC in a 10-year game? <laughs> what? Yeah, it's, DLC is, you know, it's reality. So we just need to accept the business practices behind it. Yeah. And I don't know. Regardless, even if Activision did, like, Halo 2's campaign was not finished. Anybody exactly. who played through that, it's like, oh, this is sweet. This is- it's over? What the? What just happened? What? And Bungie in later vid docs were like, yeah, we really uh, just bit too much and we couldn't handle it and stuff. So this is not the first time it's happened. So I think it's on Bungie. I don't think it's on Activision. I think Bungie launched an incredibly huge game across four consoles in doing things they've never done before. And so I, I honestly was okay with the amount that came out. Wow. I just got really sidetracked. So back to the original story as my computer screen goes to sleep. Uh, this location anybody can visit, and essentially it lets you uh, view one of those future DLC locations from the map. Uh, you can check out the link. It's sort of a non-event story, but it let us talk about the thing we didn't talk about on the show, which everybody talked about last week. So there's that. New hotfix going live today. Destiny servers will be down for several hours. That's basically it. Oh, I actually took a screenshot, I think, of all the stuff that's happening. So, Diddy, what do you think about this going down? Why pull that screenshot up? The, I mean, hotfixes are a beautiful thing. I've said it once and I'll say it again because it keeps the game up to date. It fixes bugs that have bugged players for a while. That's why they're called bugs, right? I guess. Yes. And I, they, they bug the crap out of you. So, Ooh, well done. Uh, I have it up here. This is like probably the most boring hotfix patch I'm ever going to read to you guys, but just bear <laughs> with me. Client fixes. Added more data logging for matchmaking systems. Improved connectivity failure handling to reduce beaver kick-to-orbit events, or KTOs as we're calling it here at Bungie. Improved logging off of player disconnections, or logging of player disconnections. Uh, Internal tools. Fixes to speed up our release process. Fixes to the roster system to allow us to tune the frequency of roster updates on Xbox One. Fixed a bug that allowed users to quick scope on some weapons. That's the one I actually care about because I didn't see any quick scoping stuff. Did you? No, I didn't. That's surprising. And that would have been cool. cool. Yes, but it's gone now. Server fixes. Security fixes to the server stuff. Server performance improvements. Fixes to reduce the frequency of some KTOs. Remember that kick to orbit? Cute little word we're using now. KTO. Uh, Better logging to help diagnose connectivity problems. And one more. Let's wake up. I know you're asleep by now. Fixes to some centipede errors that were exclusive to specific player characters. That's your hot fix. That's why Destiny servers are down right now. It started at like 7 a.m. and we're recording this right around that time. So it should be down for like two hours. They said several hours. So that might be more than two. Yeah, whenever a company or any developer or IT team takes down the servers, it's usually for server maintenance and that's just so that it improves connectivity and just improves 
user experience. So that's why they have to take Destiny offline, is so that they can make everything run a little bit more smooth. Yes. It's got to be a nightmare for IT people, like huge updates, that kind of stuff. Like, Well, you, you're familiar with this world. Yeah, is it stressful? I, I work as an IT admin, so I'm usually aware of it, but, you know, since everyone in our company doesn't work 24 hours a day like Bungie does, you know, yeah, um, it we just do it on the weekends, so it doesn't, it minimizes how many users it affects. Yeah. Uh, but nothing like a video game company, you know, where people are playing all around the world 24 hours a day, you know, you have to schedule time, you have to let your user base know, hey... You're not going to be able to play, but it's so that we can improve everything. The logistics of that. And they still probably have so many people tweeting them this morning. Why is it down? <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. Final story today. Bungie talks raid matchmaking and private matches. So this is not all that new. This comes... I don't know why everybody's like reporting this now. Like IGN just put out this article yesterday. But Deej mentioned this in last week's uh, Bungie update, I think. And essentially, they are thinking about raid matchmaking. They are talking about it. They know it goes against, like, their hesitation is it goes against their original thinking that, look, the raid is really, really, really hard and requires coordination. If we make it a matchmaking thing and you play with randoms, you're probably not going to clear it, you're going to have a hard time, and then you are going to put pressure on us to make the raid easier. Or at least that's kind of the, the, the story they're playing out. But on the other hand, it's probably one of the highest points in Destiny right now, and very few people are actually getting to experience it. We are going to talk about this in today's topic, but I'd like to get your temperature, Diddy. What do you just sort of think, right off the top? I understand Bungie's concerns, but like you said, the raid is kind of the high point of Destiny that not a lot of people can play. And I think a solution would be just have a full fire team, at least, just like three people and you're match made with another fire team Mm -hmm. so that there's still some coordination because solo players like us, it's kind of hard to find five other people to go and do the raid if we want to do that. Yeah. And like, I'm missing out on all that content because I don't have five other people to play with and I can kind of understand. I would say I would want matchmaking in raids, but that's just because I've never played the raid, and I don't know how much coordination we'll need. Yeah. Well, we'll get to talk about that in our topic today. I'm really excited to, to hammer that one down, because I think it's pretty pertinent. Uh, they also talked uh, about private matches. Deej says he's going to keep bringing it up, because that is something he wants to see implemented into the game soon. Okay, so he's going to keep pounding on that. Private matches would be awesome, because hopefully that could lead to custom matchmaking options. Knowing Bungie, when they do private matchmaking if you've played a halo game before it's known as custom games i'm not saying they're going to add the same level of customization that they did with halo but even just some modifiers being able to turn on like an iron banner modifier where your gear score matters or being able to uh, enable certain multipliers or less gravity or more speed they could have such a, a huge awesome way for them to do cool events like could you imagine diddy like custom games coming out of Destiny the way they did in Halo, and then Bungie picking up on that the way Griffball happened, and then them running special events. Like a Griffball-esque game type that comes from the community, and then Bungie runs that as an actual Crucible event. 
Yeah, exactly. I think Bungie is secretly excited about what the community can create from Destiny because they saw massive success with that in the Halo series. And yeah. like you said, Griffball is the most successful community thing, right? Mm-hmm. And that I can think of. Race is pretty popular too, but Griff is huge. It's huge. And people in Destiny are like, dude, sort of Crota. Just do that, Griffball. Oh, yeah. That would be so much fun, right? Well, think about Infection, too. I overlooked that one. I think that's probably bigger than uh, Than Griffball. Okay, yeah. yeah. So Infection and Griffball are the top two, at least. And I think with the new sandbox of Destiny, there's so many more possibilities that we can do Mm -hmm. with, with all of the double jumps, the supers, all this new stuff that Destiny has added. It just opens up more possibilities for the community to create something amazing. And I think with a simple custom game or private matches editor, that would, you know, become reality. Yeah, I agree. Go go and meet people in the tower and then go and do events. I think it'd be pretty cool. All right, on to our bounty of the week. Um, I'll give you the bounty for this next week in a moment, but I want to have a special mention to HyperRoar1 and Travis Dixon, who tweeted us pictures of themselves within the Vault of Glass raid, but we had already recorded last week's show on Sunday, so they didn't quite make it into the show recording time. Shoutouts to you. Your pictures have been added to the Wall of Fame. Last week, we asked you to tweet us a picture of your exotics to our Twitter, at DestinyTheShow. Vlaster97 shot us a picture the assassinator shot us a picture of some gear and drew pancake shot us a picture of some gear so thank you guys you can check that out on destinythisshow.com did you see some of that that rocket launcher that pancake yeah. has i think it's supposed to be master 1997 <laughs> he just master? has the oh yeah. wow that's you a, see the M yeah it's leet speak <laughs> master nine yeah instead of blaster <laughs> the no, blaster yeah. All of those exotics were really cool, and it makes yeah. me super jealous because I the best gun I have is a legendary machine gun. So yeah, I was kind of salty looking at these, going like, "Oh my gosh, it's so pretty! That gun has <laughs> that gun has a mohawk. That gun has bones sticking out of it. Are you serious? That looks amazing." Oh well, thank you guys for tweeting us your pictures. Next week's bounty: send us a picture of you in some Iron Banner gear. Can be the emblem, can be the shader, but be cool if it was actually an iron banner weapon and an iron banner piece of gear so you can tweet us that over at destiny the show on twitter and we'll put you on our wall of fate which is getting pretty big and hopefully when it gets big enough we can do an actual like wall of fame i'm thinking i'm gonna go to walmart get some like one of those pinup boards and start you know doing something fun to where eventually when destiny the show does have a live element to it or video element to it we can implement something fun there so Okay, dude, on to the topic. Please, Guardian, let me help you. If you come looking for wise words, I shall try, but I ask you to turn them to action. Should raid matchmaking be added to Destiny? Now, you gave me your two cents, and I actually agree pretty much with it. I'm going to go further and say I think it should be added to Destiny. Not even fireteam level like you were talking about. I think just exactly how strikes work right now. And yeah, it's going to be frustrating. There will be people quitting out. And you probably won't clear it most of the time. But I really want to experience it. And I work full time. Between school and your work, you basically work full time, if not more. Well, probably more because the homework level that you have. 
So you and I are always on at ridiculously awkward times. You're on PlayStation 4, I'm on Xbox One. We do have like 50 clanmates, by the way, in the Destiny of the Show clan who are all eager to run the raid. But the consensus I see from so many people is they just cannot coordinate six people on at the same time to play the stinking thing. I mean, am I getting that right? Yeah, like I've played Tuesday and Thursday's mornings if yeah. I have time, like before class. And, and nobody's on then, dude. Yeah, like people are in school, people are at work. It's just like people are asleep if they're, you know, on the other side of the world. It's really hard to coordinate these kinds of things. Yeah, and I'm not mad at Bungie at all. If they never add raid matchmaking, I understand their thinking wholeheartedly. But just from a personal standpoint, I want to see it added because I want to go and experience that in the same way that I would a strike. I might not be able to clear it because I don't have, granted, two hours to play. Most of the time I get on, it's like 30 minutes to an hour. All you kids who are in school or like younger don't have jobs are like, how could you? I've already got 200 <laughs> hours on this character. You're so lame. But really, with this time like squish that's happened, I don't see myself actually setting up a day where six people are going to get online and have two to three hours to actually do it. So I want to experience that content. I could see in the future, like when the next DLC launches and we've got more raids in place, maybe the most current raid or like the hypest raid doesn't have that ability yeah okay i see what you mean that would make sense like as they add more raids the older ones implement matchmaking yes and that's that i could definitely see working what the way wow tackles this and i think it's pretty good they have three levels of difficulty they have lfr which is looking for raid which is exactly what we're talking about it's raid matchmaking you join a queue and it sticks you with 25 other people you get to play through the raid but it's on a lower level difficulty you have flex rating, which same thing, you queue up, it's a higher level difficulty, and it's that in-between spot, these are more experienced raiders who know what they're doing, and then you have normal rating, and normal mode rating uh, is pretty stinking hard, and you're not going to be able to do it with a pickup group, you're going to need mics, and you're going to need experienced raiders to take it on. So everybody can experience that raid within, it's just three difficulty layers, and each difficulty layer gives you different gear. If you're going to complete it on normal, you're getting way, way, way better gear than the scrubs for completing it on LFR. Does that make sense? Yep, that makes sense. I'm not saying they have to do that, but eventually I would love to see that because I want to play the raid. Everybody says that is like the high point, and everything I've watched of it, I'm like, this looks nothing like Strikes. This looks awesome. So... That's my two cents. What do you think? I mean, you pretty much said it. It would be awesome. You know, they already have the easy mode or the regular mode and the hard mode of the raid, so that's two yeah. different difficulties if they implemented some kind of matchmaking for the lower difficulty. Yeah, just make hard mode not raid or matchmate. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and, you know, you would obviously get the better gear. I mean, it's already that way, right? You yes. Can, you get the yep. Vex class from the hard mode raid. And that's the only way you can get it, you know, Mm -hmm. have specialty gear for the hard modes for people who have the time to do that, you know? Yeah. It would make sense. I I like that idea. Yep. Okay. Let's play devil's advocate though. And we are one of the people who've completed the raid with our six friends and we worked really hard to do that. Does it lessen their accomplishment if matchmaking is added to the game? Um, I don't know. I think the well, I think the prestige of completing it before the matchmaking was implemented 
is enough. I mean, it would be for me, you know, I wouldn't care. I'd be like, oh, I can actually teach you how to do this now. Mm -hmm. And it would, I could be like your mentor for the raid, you know? Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I wouldn't feel like I was um, robbed of any glory if, you know, matchmaking was added because, you know, I found my friends and my friends and I, we did it anyways. You know, we probably would have done it regardless if there was matchmaking or not. Maybe give them an emblem. Bungie gives everybody who completed the raid prior to the matchmaking a special emblem, good job, and then everybody's happy. And they have special emblems to give out, like, candy over there, okay? It's like t-shirts, okay? <laughs> yeah. By the way, during our show, early, it came from Twitter, at Brendan Goforth asks, when does the show go live on iTunes? Well, Brendan Goforth, you're gonna hear us shout you out in the show. It's gonna go live probably in an hour. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think that's all there is to talk about the raid matchmaking stuff. I don't see that many negatives to it, and I want it because I'm selfish, and I've outlined all those reasons. So, I mean, the only thing that I would be concerned about is quitters or AFKs. Oh, it'll yeah. happen. It'll how, be a worse How experience. would that be handled? Like, it, since the raid it needs six people, yeah, and one of the six randoms quits out halfway through, yeah. does the raid just end? You and go like, to tea time. You warp yeah. to a room where every <laughs> guardian is sipping on tea and crumpets until you get another join in progress. I know. Yeah, exactly. Brilliant idea. Join in progress raids. No, that's terrible. Don't do that. <laughs> I love when I jip into a strike. Last night, dude, it's Mars. They were halfway through Vala's Tariq or whatever his name is, the final boss. I was like, yeah, thank you, Bungie Overlords. <laughs> Give me my six Vanguard marks. And then, and then at the very end, you get the best gear. Oh, I know, right? And, and they're like, like what the you heck? got two kills the whole time. Yep. Or even worse, I get so mad when players I match with in raids kill the trash mobs they don't need to. Like at this point, I've done it enough to where I'm like, I will take the little sparrow through all the trash mobs that you don't need to do. <laughs> go to the respawn point, die, so that my teammates will spawn in in the right spot. Because so often, like on Mars. They'll be killing all the stupid enemies they don't need to kill, wasting time. And it's like, if you if you want to go around for this, listeners, go to the respawn locations where respawning is limited and die. And that will force spawn your teammates who are dumb, who are killing trash mobs they don't need to, to actually show up at the right place of the fight. So there's a little dirty trick for you. It's time for the Tower Talk. We have two things to highlight in the Tower Talk. The first is talking about the uh, weapon dev notes that we spoke of last week. It comes from Sawyer, and I'm going to read you uh, the email that he sent us over at destinytheshow at gmail.com. He says, thanks again for your show. I can get immersed in the world of Destiny even when I'm working. I read the release notes about the Engram changes, but didn't hear about the weapon stat changes. I think the way they are changing it is smart. I recently used both the Scout and Hand Cannon classes in the Crucible to get the Queen's Bounty and felt really undergunned with the Scout Rifle. I did much better with the Hand Cannon than I expected, but almost every firefight with the Scout, even at long range against an auto rifle, was futile. I like DMRs. I used to uh, own with the semi-auto foul in COD, but in Destiny right now, the rate of fire is either too slow or it doesn't do enough damage. In player versus enemy situations, I have noticed any weapon balancing issues. I haven't noticed any weapon balancing issues. Each class seems to hold its own. But if they just adjust it in Crucible so that the auto rifle does less damage at range, it would really help the other weapons be relevant. Thank you for the email. I thought that was kind of a nice little little talk there. I think scout rifles are underpowered too, Sawyer. Also on Tower Talk, Diddy, you sent me this. This comes from our Destiny the Show clan messaging system. Did I say that right? 
Yeah, I, whatever. On Bungie.net, our group has like a wall you can write on. Yes. And frankly, the moment that we can see our clan in-game is the moment that I'm going to be way happier. Like, we've got 50 members, which is pretty cool, but I'm off topic. Mark Square. Hey, I really dig the show. I finally figured out how to PM on here. Anywho, I was wondering if you guys could do a rundown on what all the skull modifiers mean on the next show. And he's talking about at the beginning of the mission, when you do things on higher level difficulties, we have modifiers, that little icons that show uh, that most people probably don't even notice. So, Diddy, why don't you walk us through what these modifiers mean? All right, so whenever you start like a nightfall or whatever, anything other than regular story mode, strike, mm-hmm. whatever, there's going to be a little modifier in the bottom left corner. You've probably noticed that before, and you're like, I have no idea what that means, because there's no really a good explanation in game so um this picture will be tweeted out by destiny show and it will be on destinytheshow.com so you can see this but um so you can see the the icons you know i can't really describe it to you and you know over the internet um but basically angry that modifier is minions of the darkness won't flinch even after massive damage so people they won't be knocked back um like knights or whatever Yep. After massive damage. Arc burn, arc damage is going to do uh, increased damage. Obviously, that's pretty self-explanatory. Yep. Epic, heavily shielded and highly aggressive enemies appear in great numbers. Heroic, enemies appear in great numbers and are more aggressive. So they're not you know as powerful as the epic ones. Mm-hmm. Juggler, which is like a bullet with a slash through it. No ammo drops for your equipped weapon. So that one was actually a modifier for uh, one of queens. the queens thing. Yeah. And that was, that was tough. Um, light light switch minions of the darkness deal much more melee damage so think of thralls um, nightfall if all players die you will be returned to orbit so that's basically like a legendary campaign from halo if you die you restart the mission or whatever yep solar burn solar damage from any source is greatly increased and then void burn void damage from any source is greatly increased again this picture will be tweeted out and posted on destinytheshow.com so you guys can see the icons we're talking about and uh, whenever you see this icon pop up you're like uh, i saw that before but i don't really remember what it is you can go ahead and pull it up real quick on destinytheshow.com yep and i think that's this week's show uh we kind of covered I, I don't know if we have it, it came from twitter i don't think we do this week because not many people actually uh tweeted us their responses that straw poll that last week happened, I was going to read the results, but it had like seven people voting on it. So I'm like, maybe not. <laughs> Other than that, though, uh, I'd like to know what the viewers think uh, in terms of raid matchmaking. Let us know on our Twitter and we'll feature you next week on It Came From Twitter. Diddy, where can people find your content? YouTube.com slash Wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. Twitter is the same and Twitch.tv slash Diddy underscore. Very nice. And more Shadow of Mordor coming up and yeah right absolutely good shadow of mordor and strike walkthroughs yes 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 i like listen to the shadow of mordor while at work but it's like minimized so it's it's like it's almost like a book on tape experience only there's a (laughs) lot of like orc screaming and like and stuff like that so uh you can email us at destiny the show at gmail.com check out destiny the show.com for regular posts and updates follow us at destiny the show on Twitter, I think that's almost all the shoutouts. You can follow me at BBK Dragoon. I just want to say thanks to our listeners. iTunes, you guys get the show first. Tomorrow it'll hop in on YouTube. And yeah, I'm really pleased, man. I'm putting out a video today, uh, Diddy, that's just kind of talking about 
I don't know. I'm really, I'm pretty stinking happy with where Destiny is at. Like, didn't have an overwhelming amount of like, oh, there's 18 strikes of the game right now. But like, I still play it pretty consistently and like the actual gameplay itself. It's pretty stinking fun. And that's where I'm going to leave it. It is, right? I like it. Nobody brings up the fact that like, they've managed to make farming super addicting. Am I right? Yeah, absolutely. Like every time I get on to play, I'm never leave like, that was dumb. No, I always like have a good time and like usually get a piece of gear or materials or whatever, but I don't know. A topic for another time. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good week. We will see you next time.